Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for this Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, just a single story long, just a few minutes long in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with a great story. We've got one for you today. I'm excited to bring it to you. I want to remind you that we bring you a few of these Appleseed Bites to you every week in preparation for our full hour-long episode of the show that drops every Thursday. That's a full hour filled with stories for you and your family. This Thursday, you're going to hear uh, a story, uh, an old story by George MacDonald, writer of fairy tales. It's called The Day Boy and the Night Girl, performed by some actors in the Appleseed Studio. You're going to love that. And you'll love uh, the story from Motoko, uh, the wonderful storyteller and mime, a story about a trip to China and an interaction that might have been contentious had the parties not been so careful with each other. And they made it through. This story you're going to want to hear. And uh, in the meantime, I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by one of our assistant producers, Lacey Olson. Lacey, it's, it's a pleasure to have you with me. It's so good to be here. So we're going to hear a Judith Black story. Yeah, we are. Tell us about it. So this story is called The Poor Unfortunate Man. And it is kind of the biggest the grass is always greener on the other side story that I've heard. <laughs> but it's really fun. Yeah, okay. Well, here it comes. The Poor Unfortunate Man from Judith Black. And remember that the grass is always greener. Sometimes it takes a story to help us realize just how good we have it on our side, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's the story. In my life, it is sometimes very easy to complain and very hard to appreciate what I have. Some things don't change. When the children of Israel were being led out of Egypt by Moses, they complained the whole way. When they got to the Red Sea with the water before them and the Pharaoh and his chariots approaching from behind them, they looked at Moshe and said, what have you done? Things couldn't be worse. Some habits, unfortunately, remain the same. Once, a poor, unfortunate man lived in a little one-room house with his wife, his mother, and his six children. Now, it was getting to be winter, and the nights were growing longer and longer. The days were shrinking to be shorter and shorter, and all night long... The children would cry. And the wife and mother would argue. And the poor unfortunate man thought, I'm never going to survive the winter. So he went running to ask the advice of the rabbi. Rabbi, Rabbi, I live in this little one-room house with my wife and my mother and my six children, and it's getting to be winter, and the nights are getting longer, and the days are getting shorter, and all night long, my children cry, my wife and mother argue, and I can't stand it. It couldn't be worse. The rabbi looked up. Couldn't be worse. Hey. And he heard the poor man out, stroked his long, white, beard and sighed deeply to himself, saying, Tell me, my friend, you happen to have maybe any chickens, roosters, or geese? I have a few, Rabbi, in the barn. Good, 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 go to your barn. Take your chickens, your roosters, and your geese and bring them to inside your little one-room house. 
and this will help? It will help. Go. The poor unfortunate man did as the rabbi told him. He went home and brought the chickens, roosters, and geese into the little one-room house. Now, not only were there feathers in the chicken soup, which truly tasted disgusting, the noise, there was clucking, crowing, and honking, arguing, crying. And the poor unfortunate man went running to ask the advice of the rabbi. Rabbi, Rabbi, you can't believe it. There's clucking, crowing, honking. There's feathers in the soup, which tastes really disgusting. The children get bigger every day. The house gets smaller. Rabbi, it couldn't be worse. Couldn't be worse. Hey. And the rabbi, poor man, he heard him out, stroked his long, white beard, and sighed deeply to himself, saying, Tell me, my friend, you happen to have a goat? A very skinny one, Rabbi. Good enough. Take the goat from the yard and bring it to inside the house. And Rabbi, this will help? Look, I've studied Mishnah, Gomorrah, and Talmud. Do what I tell you, go! And the poor unfortunate man went home. He got the goat from out in the yard and brought it to inside the little one-room house. Well, I have to tell you, that goat with its nasty little horns was budding everything in sight. And the noise it made, the goat, and the chickens, roosters, and geese, and the wife and mother, and the children. And the poor unfortunate man went running to ask the advice of the rabbi. Rabbi, rabbi, you can't believe it. There's a goat butting everything, and, and the chickens and the roosters and the geese and the stoop is still disgusting, and now we've got to sort everything, and the children are giant, and the house is almost nothing, and my wife and mother are either yelling all the time, Rabbi, it couldn't be worse. Couldn't be worse. Hey. I'm a rabbi, poor man. He heard him out stroked his long white beard and sighed deeply to himself, saying, Tell me, my friend, you happen to have... Maybe I don't have anything else, Rabbi. Ooh, hear me out. You happen to have maybe a cow. Mm-hmm. Good. Go. Take the cow and bring it to inside the house. Now go. The poor unfortunate man walked home very slowly that day. He got that old cow from out in the field and brought it to inside the little one-room house. Now that cow with its huge feet stepped on pots, pans, broke dishes, smashed children's toes, and the noise it made it. And the goat, and the chickens, roosters, and geese, and the children, and the wife and mother. I can't stand it! And the poor unfortunate man went running to the advice of the rabbi, rabbi, chickens, roosters, geese, all with the head, all the feathers, and the <laughs> just don't want my feathers, I put my feet up. 
my friend? Is that all you have to say? I just might have no children out the garden. <laughs> and the rabbi, he heard him out, stroked his long white beard, and sighed deeply to himself. Now, my friend, you're ready. Go home. Take the cow back out to the pasture. The goat to the yard, the chickens, roosters, and geese, put them in the barn. Really, Rabbi, really? Go. The poor, unfortunate man soared home, took that cow way out to pasture, took the goat back into the yard, shooed the chickens, roosters, and geese as quickly as he could into the barn, and when he walked into his house, with the animals all gone, the children had never remembered having so much room to play. And they did so joyously. Well, with the children happy, the wife and mother had nothing to argue about. And so they remained silent. And for the first time in years, they all slept like logs. Well, the next morning, the poor unfortunate man had to go back and thank the rabbi. Rabbi, Rabbi, everything is wonderful. My life is great. The children are like angels. My wife is like a saint. Her mother, I don't mind living with her. The winters can be so long. I'm going to take up cross-country skiing. I like them so much. Ra Rabbi, wait a minute. How did you do it? Oh, the rabbi, poor man. He heard him out, stroked his long white beard, sighed deeply to himself and said, Don't forget, my friend, things can always be worse. Judith Black with a very, very old story called Poor Unfortunate Man. There are a lot of versions of this story, uh, and and uh, this is a really fun one. But this notion that uh, all you have to do uh, to appreciate what you have is to add a bunch of things that you don't want. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Either that or make it all go away. And then take away. them away. That's, yeah. <laughs> I definitely yeah. thought of that. I was like... I realized how many times in my life I've thought, oh, my goodness, this is so annoying. Yeah. This drives me crazy. My first thought was when I grew up living with my parents and our house is super, super small, you know, it's yeah. one level. There's six people all living together. And all through high school, I was like, I cannot wait until I can move out for college, you know. <laughs> and then I did. I moved out and I had a roommate still, I still shared a room with someone, but they weren't always up in my business like my sister was, or they weren't always doing anything. And I thought, my life is so great now. Yeah. <laughs> but then every now and then I was like, oh, I miss like the dog always looking me in the face at seven in the morning. And I miss my siblings all screaming at each other yeah. about random things that are going on. And, you know, 
the chaos of life sometimes is enjoyable and we yeah. sometimes need it. <laughs> and certainly we don't want to minimize the troubles that people have. That's not so much what this story is about as much as it's about reassessing this notion that the grass is greener somewhere else. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's always the notion like part of the story said, you know, there's always going to be something to complain about or things could always be worse. Things kind of. Always I always worse. find myself in that trap when I'm going through hard things and thinking, wow, I mean, it could be worse, you know, like it's not that bad, but yeah. it's still a hard thing, you know, and it, there's value to that. But also sometimes it's just not worth it to complain about little <laughs> things like that, you know, on the everyday. Yeah. <laughs> Judith Black was the storyteller. It was a delight to hear her. And of course, join us uh, the very next Thursday that happens for an hour filled with storytelling for you and your family. A story from Motoko, the wonderful storyteller and mime, as well as a little reader's theater presentation of a story, an old fairy tale by George MacDonald called The Day Boy and the Night Girl. You won't want to miss the episode. I'm Sam Payne, and I can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us for a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed. <laughs>